Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Body to Lead podcast. Today I sat with an amazing woman, Beck Miller. Beck is the founder of Health with Beck and is the host of Body Bites with Beck. She is a qualified nutritionist specializing in weight loss and helps people worldwide who have tried it all. Quit the yo-yo dieting, slim down and lose the bloat without hunger. On today's episode, we talk all things health, gut health, nutrition, immunity. It is an absolutely phenomenal conversation and I am so excited that you are about to listen. So get your pen and notepad ready because there are so many key takeaways this podcast and I really hope that you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Mind Body to Lead podcast, the place to be to level up all aspects of your health, both physically and mentally. Each week we come to you with motivation and mindset hacks, interviews with the best minds and health experts, and we answer all of your health and fitness questions in under 10 minutes. So if you are ready to take back control and live the life you are destined to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Mind Body to Lead podcast and today I am sat with a wonderful Australian beauty, Beth Miller. Great to have you on the podcast today. Now I've been listening to your podcast for a little while, it's called uh, Body Bites with Beck for anyone who wants to check out that podcast but loved everything you're about. So we're going to dive into lots of things today around sort of health, well-being, weight loss, nutrition. But before we sort of dive into all of that, could you give the audience a little, just a little intro into who you are, uh, a bit about your journey and um, yeah, we'll go from there. Over to you. Yeah, of course. Okay. So let me just try, I'll try to be as quick as I can with this because it's such a long story. Oh no, take your time. Yeah. So <laughs> my name's Beck Miller. My business is called Health with Beck and I specialize in helping women slim down and also lose the bloat, so fix their gut health simultaneously, um, particularly for women who have tried it all and they're sick of just all the different fad diets, um, all the mixed information that's out there. And I really help those women who just feel like they're trying it all and not getting results. And they're the women that I help go from that sort of really stuck yo-yo dieting phase until to finally reach their results that they've been looking for for their whole lives in a really maintainable, enjoyable, easy, um, non-restrictive way that they can actually keep up for life. So that's what I'm so passionate about doing. And I've been doing that for about five years. And I do that through selling one of my signature programs, the Three Week Body Reset. And then if women get results, then I run a membership. So it really helps women learn how to apply what they've learned in three weeks but turn it into a lifestyle. Um, and that's primarily what I do. But I've also got my podcast, Body Bites with Beck, which I absolutely love. And um, my journey actually started with my own personal story, like most of you know most of us do when we've mm. got such a huge passion for helping others that it does usually come down to our own personal struggles. So mm. I look back now and um, at the time I was going through a lot. So when I was in my late teens to early teens to early 20s, I had severe gut issues and mine were mine was chronic constipation and it was really shit as a young girl because I came from such a healthy household and I ate really well and I was active 
but my gut just wasn't working. And it was so unfair because I was also really into health. Like I was the sort of girl that would pick up health magazines instead of gossip ones. And I was just like, why is this happening to me? Like, you know, all of my friends can eat whatever they want and they have fine working guts. And my um, weight also started to really fluctuate as well, the worse my gut got. So naturally I was just obsessed with researching um, like weight loss and gut health and how to fix it. And I also studied a Bachelor of Science Nutrition at the same time, thinking that would give me a lot of answers. And it really helped me understand the human body in like utter depth. So how food is digested and gave me a massive understanding of how to read the science, how our body works. But uh, there was still a lot in my degree that was skewed in terms of what they were telling us to eat, like the Australian Guide to Healthy Eating. So I didn't take any on that, any of that on board with me. Um, but in my in my sort of third year of uni, when I'd finished, I also finally found the answers to my gut concerns and also weight fluctuations. And it took me seeing so many different specialists and not getting anywhere. And I know that so many women would relate to this because I've just spoken to hundreds of women now who, yeah, they go to specialists or dietitians and it's just all by the book, old school advice. They don't get any help. Um, and yeah, it was horrific, the amount of money and stuff that I spent and didn't get any answers. And finally I found answers after going through the right integrative doctor. So she did lots of testing on me and I, I figured out that I had lots of different food sensitivities, um, and an imbalance of gut bacteria. So we really worked on taking lots of different supplements to correct that. Plus I, um, stopped eating all gluten, dairy, um, and eggs. So they were my three main concerns. And I could not believe how much of a difference it made. Like I stopped getting bloated. I started being mm-hmm. able to go to the toilet. And now I used to be bloated daily with chronic pain. And it was something that I thought I had to live with. It was horrible. Um, translated into like sleep issues, anxiety, weight gain, a whole host of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I literally never bloat. And I'm so passionate about helping women um yeah, like slim slim down, but also fix their gut concerns. And that's sort of where it all where it all stemmed from. So I finished mm. after I'd finished uni and I figured out the answers, um, I was like, Okay, this is so unfair to keep this knowledge in. I'm starting a business straight away. Most women, like um, most girls would go and sort of work for someone first and they were like, What are you doing? How are you gonna <laughs> take on clients when we haven't really even been taught anything about business? But I was like, I've just gotta do it. So I just worked with women one on one for a couple of years um, and, yeah, figured out a way of eating that was just so successful for hundreds of women um, and that's when I could actually form my signature program that I now sell to, yeah, women all around the world. Beautiful. And what an amazing journey. I think that's just so it, – it follows a lot of people's journey, right? Like you go through something yourself, you go through the pain, you go through the struggle, you find the solution, and then the next step to that really in that sort of hero's journey is then sharing it with others, which is exactly what you've done, which I absolutely love. And look, going on to their gut health, right, I think that this is something that is just not discussed enough in the health industry. And, you know, our guts are so complex. I, my best friend, she really struggles with her gut. And, and a bit like you, she's sort of going through the process of like, you know, figuring out what it what's triggering it and I think a lot of it's down to dairy um potentially gluten and eggs is an interesting one as well so you mentioned there about like um the sort of the supplements and things so was was there any particular supplements that you found helped in your gut healing because I think that you see all these things on the shelves like gut health this gut health that but 
do they work and what are the sort of the the foundations the fundamentals that you use that really helped you Mm. so first of all figuring out figuring out your own personal food sensitivities now they're they're different Mm. for everyone but this was key for me so what i what i've found in so like nearly 90% of the women that I worked with for a couple of years. So I worked with about 300 women really closely one-on-one. I used to make personalized meal plans. And I found that gluten and dairy were two of the most common food sensitivities that people would have. So when they cut those foods out, quite often their their symptoms just go. And then if not, I would always get people to like um, write a food diary and figure out, oh, okay, maybe it's eggs or maybe it's that or you can just go straight ahead and get a food sensitivity test. Um, So that's what I'd like to say first, but everyone is so different. So everyone's guts are so different. And my biggest pieces of advice is to not just, you know, throw different supplements down your mouth, because if you've got an imbalance of gut bacteria, which so many people do if they've got severe bloating issues that just, you know, are daily and constant and they can't figure it out, what I would always do in that case is to just go visit a really good integrative doctor or a really good naturopath that specializes in gut health um, and get the right tests. Like don't go to a GP, don't go to a gastroenterologist. They're just going to do like a colonoscopy on you. They don't test your the balance of, you know, your actual gut bacteria. So go to get the right tests. And then depending on what you're lacking, so, you know, We've got millions of different species of bacteria in our gut. And if you're lacking certain types, then you'll go on the probiotic that, you know, is high in that type. So Mm. it's so hard for me to say, like, um, what's best. I really think it's good for people to just invest the money because it Mm. is so damn worth it. Like invest, you know, up front and then you'll figure out the answers to your own issues far Mm. faster than just like trying all the different supplements that are out there. Um, Mm. so yeah, I mean, looking back, I can't really remember exactly what they were, but, um, yeah, I I do think everyone should look into it individually. Something that is that good with though is, um, like bone broth is great for your, for your gut lining to keep that really healthy. Mm. And that's something that, you know, most people can just have, most Mm. listeners can have to really, really start to nourish that gut lining, um, and Mm. keep that strong because, you know, have you heard of leaky gut before? Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's when you get like your intestines become permeable. So food mm. from from your from your gut can leak into your bloodstream and cause all sorts of inflammatory issues and things. So we don't, you know, our, our intestines are supposed to be nice and closed. Um, and when you start to get these gaps and inflammation, that's when the food particles can leak through and cause lots of problems. Mm. So we want to really keep that gut lining nice and healthy um Mm. there are some supplements out there i remember there that was this amazing one it's probably still sold um i got it from iherb iherb Mm -hmm. iherb.com and it was called restore so that was a great one for your gut lining either that or bone broth um Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's sort of one that i can confidently say that you know all of your listeners could you know get into yeah yeah, it's just such a journey. And, and I, it, it, what's really interesting is I swear, like when it was like my parents' generation, 
that gut health wasn't really talked about or like I don't know many people like you know in their 50s and 60s who went through these sorts of things but I feel like it's sort of our generation that seems to be going through more of these gut health issues now whether or not they just sort of got on with it didn't realize they had any issues or whether or not we're just getting more and more intolerant to things you know and but dairy seems to be a big one that keeps them coming up dairy and gluten I'm curious like and this is just obviously your opinion like, do you think it's how we process food now is it how we you know, is it how we farm? Is it is it the pesticides? Like, it just seems to be that more and more allergies, gut issues are coming up in our society. And I'd just love to know your thoughts about it. You know, is it something to do with the way we process our foods? I think so. I think, you know, as the years have gone on, foods have got more and more processed. And not only mm. that, we're eating a lot more of, like, back in the day when our parents were younger, there weren't as many processed foods. So, like, when you, yeah. sometimes you could have, like, let's say a piece of bread with gluten, but then if the rest of your diet was like veggies and whole foods, it might not be an issue. But if you then pile on like um, extra medications that are available or the, like there's more pesticides, um, then there's more like convenience foods and takeaway foods and there's just more and more chemicals and um, preservatives and processing. So when they're all piled together, I think that's what can cause a bit of a cascade of an effect. Um, so that's kind of what I think. I think, you know, the more modern this world has got, the more convenience foods we've got, and then that's caused an issue. And God, not only that, one of the biggest issues that we have is stress, and that is that correct? That oh. harms the gut. Yeah, one million percent. I actually think that's a lot of people. And we live in a world now where stress, everyone's stressed. Like, there's very little people I speak to that don't seem stressed. Like, there's just constant information coming at us. Look, mm. and then this is like flows on lovely to what I want to get into now. It's like. I, I go around the supermarket, right, and I actually feel sorry for people. I, I generally think the world is set up to make people fail. You know, like we've just we go around the vegetable aisle and that's all nice and healthy. And in the middle of the supermarket, you know, we've got crisps and processed foods. But we do live in a world where we're time poor. We want convenience. You know, we, you know, eating healthy to a lot of people is seen as expensive. They don't know where to start. So what do you sort of say to your clients? What advice would you have with people who they want to start their health journey? You know, they they want to start eating healthier food. Like sort of what advice would you say to people just to sort of get get started? Where, where should they begin? Yeah. I mean, if you're just getting started, the biggest thing that holds people back is sugar cravings. I think hmm. getting rid of the sugar will do wonders for your health because and, and the easiest way to do that is to avoid most foods that come in a package and really try to eat lots of vegetables, fruits, um, good quality meats, um, you know, nuts, seeds, just foods in their whole state as much as possible, and that's easily going to make you sugar-free. Uh, and I don't want people to get confused, like, you know, whole fruits doesn't count as added sugar, but try to eat foods in their natural state as much as possible and get rid of the sugar cravings. And it's not an easy thing to do. It can take, you know, like five to anywhere from five days to about eight days to really get rid of the sugar withdrawals. But once they're gone, then like you won't walk down the chocolate aisle anymore and just be so tempted. And it's just, mm. that's when you can then start to make more choices. Like, okay, let's look at calories now and let's look at this. But I think getting sugar out is one of the best things every single person in this world can do for their health. And unfortunately, as the years have gone on, sugar has just risen and risen and risen. Um, so, yeah, getting rid of added sugar I think is really, really key. 
uh, for mm. people's just decision making and stuff. Because when you're addicted to sugar all the time, it's so hard to resist. Uh, so that would be my best piece of advice for when they're just starting and to really make sure that you're getting like with your lunch and dinner, fill your plate up with vegetables, but not just one type. So don't just eat broccoli and carrot all week. Um, it's really important to make sure you eat a variety of vegetables. So lots of different colors because all your different vegetables, um, feed different types of bacteria in your gut. And we really want a nice diverse, um, healthy gut bacteria for optimal health and weight loss. So um, getting lots of diff- a variety of different vegetables uh, every day um, and making sure that you're getting at least five serves is key as well. And I think everyone can do that. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I I did um, I did have worked with a few people who said to me, but I don't like vegetables, Georgie, or my kids don't like vegetables, and I don't have time to cook multiple meals on the evening. And you know, it's, and and the other thing as well that I think is really challenging to people, and this is this this is a frustration of mine. But when you walk around the supermarket and you see five star health ratings, and you look on the back, and you're like, oh my goodness, per hundred grams, thirty grams of sugar, or the first ingredient is sugar, or in the diet shakes, you know, you look at the ingredients, the first ingredient is sugar. So, mm. any advice around? Let, let's let's talk about maybe the food labeling, um, because I think there's again a lot of confusion around what's healthy. You know, people pick up the five-star health rating cereal, for example, and think they're doing a good job. And then you look at the back and you go, oh my goodness, it's the main ingredient is sugar. So any advice on what people should look for when they go around the supermarket and they're just picking up things, pulling in the trolley of what to look for maybe on a food label? Yeah, great question. And you're so right. It's really sad. Like it's, um, people are set up to fail and marketing Mm. is so strong on different foods you know you get you know some something could be high in sugar but on the front it will say like gluten-free natural mm-hmm. um, uh, less sugar compared to this but yeah what i would say is yeah and you, you just listed off a couple then so i'll explain them so when you look at a label foods are always in like the, the ingredients that are listed are always in the order of the most to the least in the food so if sugar is, you know, ingredient number one, two, or even three, um, then that means that there's a lot of sugar in that product. So that's that's one indication. But before I even go forward anymore with that one is that sometimes it's not even written as sugar. It might be written as like um, rice malt syrup. You know, people think that's healthy, but it's still sugar. Um, or like mm-hmm. honey. So there's actually 60, I think it's 61 or 60 different names of sugar. So I would just familiarise yourself with that. Maybe just like Google it and print out a list. And, you know, you won't have to take this list around with you for the rest of your life, but just start to recognise the different names of sugar that can be in foods um, and just try to avoid foods that have them added unless there's just like a tiny amount, you know, if it's towards the end of the label or if it's something like, you know, a good example is a curry paste. If there's like a little bit of sugar in that and you're only having a tablespoon, you know, it's mm. it's negligible. So occasionally it's fine to say sugar in a label, but you want it to be down the end. Um, and you also don't want to buy a product that has like more than a couple of grams of sugar per serve um, mm-hmm. of the food too. And 
you know, there are actually lots of options now out there, which is great, that actually um, are healthy foods, even though they're processed. Mm -hmm. So we're lucky. I feel like in the last couple of years, um, I used to say, like five years ago when I started my business, I used to say just avoid everything that comes in a package because it's always (laughs) added sugar. But now um, there actually are some great things. And if they, if there are foods out there that are sweetened with something. Um, my four favorite sweeteners that are totally sugar-free, they don't spike your insulin, they're safe to eat, um, to look out for is stevia, xylitol, erythritol, and monk fruit. So okay. anything else, you know, you're like like your malitol and all other ones, they can cause gut upset um, and they're not that great mm-hmm. for you. But yeah, those four, if you wanted to pop them in the show notes or something for people, they're great mm-hmm. ones to look out for. But, um, yeah, it's the easiest things to do is just, is just to avoid things that come in a package. But if you're really starting mm-hmm. to look, then those four sweeteners can be okay. Right. Amazing. We'll make sure we pop those in the show notes for people as well. And then going on to the the second point as well, because this is, this is probably something that you come up against as well, but it's the it's the time thing. You know, like, again, our lives are busy. You know, we've got, there's lots of people out there, you know, mums listen to this podcast. They've got full-time jobs. They're trying to come home, feed their kids, get their exercise in. You know, it's it's all a bit chaotic, um, especially in lockdown, right? So, mm. you know, Australia, lots of our nation, you know, lots of our nation right now is in lockdown. They're trying to homeschool and everything else. And it's, yeah, definitely quite challenging for a lot of mums out there. So for those people who are time poor, um, what would you say to them? Like, where's like a good place to start in terms of like preparing healthy meals? Any advice around, yeah, how to create a healthy dish in the least time possible? I guess. Yeah. Um, first of all, start with the mindset because there's just this misbelief out there that healthy eating has to be hard and take mm. ages. Uh, but I promise you, it doesn't because. And so first of all, you need to start with that mindset switch. You just need to find examples of recipes um, and people that are eating well, you know, that are doing it in a quick amount of time. So me personally, for instance, I don't actually really enjoy cooking. I don't like spending ages in the kitchen. So the foods that I make um, and the recipes that I have on my website and in my eBooks and stuff are all so easy, so simple and really family friendly. Um, so, you know, everyone could explore those recipes, but a lot of women, because all the women that I work with as well are also really busy, a lot of them are mums, and they've given me so much feedback over the years, and they really say that they love to really make sure that they just carve out at least an hour on like a Saturday or Sunday, you know, make the time and prioritise it to just plan your meals for the week. So, you know, like your four or five dinners for the week, for instance. And taking that time to plan them and then just do the shop, whether that's online or at the store. Mm. I think online's great because it can actually save you time. Um, mm-hmm. That's great. That gives you a head start. Um, and just do meals that, like, that the kids will like too. I really don't think that you have to make separate meals. Um, so, for example, let's say you make a bolognese or something. You could sneak a lot of vegetables in there and you could serve, you know, yours with like zucchini noodles or something uh, if you're looking to kind of lose weight or get rid of some gluten. Um, And then your kids could have just regular pasta. So something like a pasta, that's usually a hack that I like to tell women. Uh, I also like to recommend to like cook a big batch of something like on a Sunday or whatever night of the week. Do your big bolognese or something. Make sure you make extra and then you can freeze portions. Mm -hmm. 
Um, mm. Or on a Sunday, a lot of women like to cook a big soup up. Um, mm. Also, like, prepare snacks on the Sunday, like do a, do an hour of baking. You can get your kids involved and make healthy snacks that have those four sweeteners that I just listed. And they can be your snacks and the kids' lunchbox snacks all in one for mm-hmm. the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Oh, people love leftovers. So, you know, mm-hmm. don't think about lunch and dinner and breakfast. Like quite often what I love to do in my meal plans and recommend to so many women is to just always make extra at dinner and that can be your lunch the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that saves you so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There's so much. You don't have to buy um, uh, something that always surprises people is, you know, this gets down to the the price factor as well and the, the convenience thing. But even though they don't taste as good, occasionally frozen vegetables are actually fine and yeah. they have the same, if not more, nutritional quality in them because they're snapped frozen as soon as they're picked and the mm-hmm. longer – vegetables that are on the shelf for after they've been picked, uh, the more nutrition they lose. So quite often vegetables that are frozen have actually more nutrients in them. So that can be another thing. You could just keep some, you know, bags of frozen veggies in the, mm-hmm. in the freezer or something. Um, and just staying organised, staying prepared, and just think of health as a priority because mm. everyone has the time. Like if it's a meal that just takes 20 minutes to cook, you know, you've got the time. Or it could take – 15 minutes and it's something that you just chuck in the oven for an hour and then mm. clean clean up while it's in the oven. Like there are a lot of different recipes out there that are quick and easy um, and it's really important for people to know that because it can totally just be an excuse that holds people back. Mm-hmm, 100%. And I think we don't appreciate our health until we get sick, right? Mm. And, you know, I think that perhaps, perhaps the last year has really – shone a light into a lot of people and how they live especially with the whole stress you know what they're eating you know how much they're moving and it's all interlinked right mind body connection so you know you've you've mentioned um stress and mindset a couple of times now so I think this is a really really big one right and I think that you need to really work on this because I think a lot of people will start something and then self-sabotage you know go back to their old habits it's very very hard for people to to change you know I think it is a journey that a lot of people have to go on and you've really got to be ready to 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 start that and for a lot of people you know they think oh the diet starts Monday and as soon as you say diet you know we all know it's going to fail straight away so let's let's talk around like sort of I guess language that you sort of look for with your clients and and that whole mindset piece like what would be your advice around around that whole getting your head in the right place when you sort of want to start like, you know, changing your habits and eating healthy and just feeling good. Yeah. Love that. It's, it's so important to acknowledge that, you know, if you, if you're already a healthy eater, it does seem like a no brainer, but if you're not yet and you know that you've got a lot of changes to make, of course it's a habit and yes, that might seem hard. So what I love to say to women is to just take, just take it one step at a time. Just don't make, you know, 100 different changes just change one thing so start with the sugar if it's that or if you know you're lacking vegetables just add more vegetables and really just go easy on yourself and tell yourself because this is key like the longer you take to do something and the slower you do it the more maintainable it's going to be so you know think about a when people think like oh I've got a party this weekend or I've got an event in a month's time. I need to go on a diet. It always fails because maybe they'll be strict for that amount of time and then it will just backfire. But as soon as women say to themselves, nope, 
this is a lifestyle change. I've got a goal for Christmas in six months or my wedding in a year. That's when I have seen my biggest success stories in the transformations of women. So they set like a long-term goal and they know that the slower they do it, the better. And the good thing about that is, is that it doesn't matter if you, you screw up and you, you know, overeat at a party or you have a Sunday where you you slip up and you have you know if you if you have a longer term goal all the slip ups just really don't mean much and you can still enjoy wine you can still have cheese and it just means you can kind of be a bit more like 80 20 or 70 30 if you've got that long term goal whereas if it's like a short term goal it's like normally you do have to be restrictive and it's just never going to set you up for that success in the future that everyone really really deserves Um, so thinking of the long-term goal, knowing that it's okay to go slow, knowing that it's okay to have slip ups, they're totally part of the journey. Like every single person has them and you only learn from those slip ups too. Like if you're following a healthy way of eating, but then you have one day where you eat heaps of chocolate and bread and, Mm -hmm. um, feel guilty. I say to people, that is a bloody great thing because how do you Mm -hmm. feel now? Like, how do you feel now that you've eaten those foods after you've had two weeks of eating really clean and everyone's like, I feel crap. And it helps you just not want to, you know, keep doing that. So the slip ups are part of the journey. And my, my final thing with the mindset one is as soon as you make health a priority. So, you know, yes, you might need to give up something, whatever that is for you. It might mean less time scrolling on Instagram or just aimlessly watching the TV or rolling around in bed. Like everyone has habits that they can give up on. Like you can make time for anything that's important to you. So as soon as you realize that health is a priority, it will happen. And something that really helps is when I say to women, like the healthier you eat, the better you're going to feel for your work Mm. and the better mum you're going to be for your kids. Like it makes such a difference to your mental clarity and your energy and just how easy it is to get through the day. So for me, like moving my body and eating good food isn't about, I mean, of course, physical appearance is important because it helps with your confidence. But for me, it's so much more about being able to do better quality work and focus and be a happy person. So I think about how it affects my mental state more than Mm -hmm. anything. And then my healthy habits just fall into place. And I want to prioritize it over anything in the world. One million percent. And I'm just literally smiling ear to ear here because this is exactly everything that I speak about. And I think that, again, it's not separate mind and body, right? It is all connected. And I do think that it's been a really challenging year for a lot of people. They're out of routines. Gyms have been shut. You know, they haven't been able to move. You know, a lot of people have been locked down. There's been a lot of challenges, right? But I think, like you say, it's not focusing on things that we can't control. It's okay. Taking one day at a time. What can I do well today? Not beating yourself up if you do have a bad day and you eat a load of chocolate. Hey, you're human. It happened. But do you know what? Let's not make this day a week or a month. Let's refresh to set the reset button tomorrow and start again. So I just think everything you've just said then is so important. And I'd love to just touch upon briefly just because I know it's so, so much so important as well just the movement piece like is that something you advise women to do alongside eating healthy what's your sort of approach to fitness and how does it all fit in the whole sort of like you know healthy mind healthy body yeah yeah yeah. oh I'm so passionate about this one so many people are thrashing themselves at the gym uh Mm. you know I know so many women that that go to f45 five times a week or uh, just do you know a lot of 
cardio exercise. And I know that a lot of people don't enjoy it and they're like, oh, I have to get up at six and do this and I hate exercise and blah, blah, blah. And they're not really focusing enough on their nutrition and they're wondering why they don't see results. So I like to completely flip it on its head. And I think it's so much more important to really focus on your your nutrition first Mm -hmm. and use exercise as a tool. As soon as you switch your mindset to think of exercise as a tool that's going to boost your mental health and boost your energy and just keep you more motivated for the day, that's when magic happens. So I like people to focus on their eating first then do exercise, yes, but just do exercise that you enjoy. If you don't like thrashing yourself at F45, you don't have to. I think it's so important to um, definitely do a couple of um, like weight-bearing exercises per week. It's so important for our for our muscle mass and our injury prevention and our health. So that can be anything from a personal trainer to reformer Pilates. I love Pilates personally, um, or it could be a weights class at the gym, just something that's going to be helping you stay strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, you know, one or two sessions a week that really get your heart rate up, maybe just like a, a short hit session or something. Uh, and then, yeah, just whatever you enjoy. I love long walks. Um, but yeah, I've kind of formed a lifestyle now where I, every time I exercise, I enjoy it and um, mm-hmm. I never thrash myself because quite often when you thrash yourself as well, it can be another stress um, form of stress to your body. So a lot of women that I've worked with that kind of are doing everything right, but hanging on to lots of fat and not seeing results, um, they're doing too much exercise and I tell them to cut back and they end up actually losing weight because their bodies aren't mm. under so much stress and stress mm. can make your body hold on to weight. So, um, yeah, make that mindset switch to go, I'm going to focus on my food first and use exercise as just more of a booster to your journey mm. and for your mental health. And that can be a huge shift to make because it's so much easier. Like let's say – you eat like how easy is it to eat like a couple of rows of chocolate and that might be like 400 Mm. calories it's so bloody easy but to burn Mm. 400 calories with exercise it's hard you might have to do like a really Mm -hmm. intense like bike class or f class so just focus on the food first and look at your calories Mm -hmm. from food and just use exercise like who cares if you burn 200 or 300 or 100 calories like it's Mm. if you focus on the food first you're going to find it so much easier to see the results that you truly deserve and you know are trying for correct I completely agree well listen it has been an absolute joy talking to you and I just know that the listeners are going to have just got so much out of this so I guess final like piece, what would be, you know, your, your one piece of advice for the, the people listening to this right now, they want to start their health weight loss journey. Like, you know, what's the one thing that you would say to that person to start like right now? Oh my God. How do I say one? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You can say a little bit more, but just, just your biggest thing like that you've seen impact has the, has the best impact. Yeah. Um, getting rid of sugar, thinking of the long-term goal and taking it slow and just ditch anything that's far too restrictive. Like you've got Mm. to, and really just focus on eating lots of whole foods in their natural state. Um, Yeah. I mean, I know that was about four things and I could just. (laughs) It's good. It's good. (laughs) But yeah, I think when we really think of the world as a whole, like sugar is one of the biggest things. And I think once you've got rid of those sugar cravings, then lots of your other healthy eating like habits that you really want to desperately stick to happen so much easier. So that's like the first step. 
Um, and then, yes, like you said, just make sure if you have a slip up, don't wait till Monday to get back on track. Just get back on track the next day. Like one day, mm. day of bad eating isn't going to harm you. It will if it's a whole week. So just, you know, get back on track. Know that your journey is never going to be linear um, and just take it day by day. Beautiful. I love that. So, Beck, for those that are listening to this right now, they want to discover you, find out more about you, where should they go? Sure. So my Instagram, I'm super active on that. So that's health with Beck with an underscore in between each word. So come and say hi to me over there. Uh, and also Body Bites with Beck is my podcast. So I share lots of bite-sized podcasts on all of the different pieces of the puzzle uh, in regards to weight loss and a healthy weight balance and gut health. So everything from sleep to calories to mindset to, yeah, just everything. So um, Body Bites with Beck, Health with Beck, and also my website is healthwithbeck.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute joy. And, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll collaborate and chat in the future. It's been yeah. great. Thank you so much for having me. That was such a great chat. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could hit that subscribe button and maybe even leave us a cheeky review. It all helps us spread our message. Now, if you want to find out more about us and our programs and what we do, all of the links are below. We would love to connect with you on social. So please reach out. We love hearing from you. And I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are. And I'll speak to you again soon. Take care.